Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Joshua Say, and I just want to give a shout out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 157 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I wanted to come on here and I wanted to go over a few things. Unfortunately, the $200 MMA giveaway that I've been talking about constantly is not, I repeat, not going to happen on Saturday. All right? And I know, uh, I know, I know a lot of people were looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it, really. The co-made event of Brian Ortega versus Volonovsky, that title shot, it was called off due to COVID. Another fight is looking like it's in jeopardy, and I can't have a giveaway with only four fights on the main card, you'd all be winning like a dollar. So even though this didn't work out, there's plenty of fights coming in the future. A lot of you, because I've put it on the Instagram already, have requested that I make it the Masvidal versus Usman fight. And I would absolutely agree. That is the perfect one to do it. But my band, three years gone, shameless plug, has booked a show on that night. So it doesn't work for me. So I will find the right card when I do, I will post it on the Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. If you go to the highlight on that page, there's a bunch of $200 MMA giveaways. There's a bunch of $100 ones. So just check it out. See if you're interested. And of course you are. You want to take my money. Now, I'll have updates, but we can't be dwelling on the past here. We can't be dwelling on this, all right? Just because you can't take my money doesn't mean that you can't make some money of your own, all right? UFC 260 is still a pretty good card, and I'm here to break down some of these fights so that you can win some money, all right? If you've looked at the Instagram, you see that I do well in pretty much all of my picks. I'm usually either one off, maybe two at most off, but I usually pick them pretty good. So listen to my picks, go to your bookie, get it going. We're going to start with the first fight on this card, which is Jamie Malarkey versus Kama Worthy. It's a lightweight fight. If I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, I don't know a ton about malarkey, but when I looked into it, I figured out why that is. It's because Jamie's record in the UFC is malarkey. (laughs) He has fought twice. He has lost twice. They say that the third time is a charm, but I'm leaning more towards three strikes and this dude's going to be out. The reason for that is because I do know who his opponent is because worthy He lost his last fight, but before that, he was on a seven-fight winning streak, and he was beating the crap, beating the absolute bag out of people. So I'm thinking he should be able to get back on track in this fight. He should get a finish. I see him getting a finish early. His nickname is Death Star, okay? And he is worthy of your bet. Put your money on comma worthy. You won't be disappointed. Trust me on that. As a matter of fact, I'll hit that one with a lock. Lock of the week. Bang. Case closed. We go to the next fight, and it is a bantamweight fight between Thomas Almeida and Sugar Sean O'Malley. Everybody knows these two guys, or at least you should if you watch fighting. Now, Almeida, he's got a 22-4 record. He's not to be taken lightly, but when I'm looking at this fight, personally, 
styles make fights. And stylistically, this fight was made for Sean O'Malley. Almeida in his nine UFC fights has never landed a takedown. Never, not once. He wants to strike. That's all he does. And Sean O'Malley is very, very dangerous on the feet. The dude was 12-0, had all the hype in the world, and he had a freak injury against Marlon Vera, and he ended up losing because of it. That's it. He's 12-1. and I think that the Sugar Sean hype train is going to be coming back. He's going to go nuts. I think O'Malley just has too much of an advantage on the feet. He's got the reach. He's better technically. He should be able to land a clean counter shot, I think, and he's probably going to win by knockout. So I would take Sugar Sean O'Malley in that. I'm not going to do a lock for everything. You guys know what I think. <laughs> so go Sean O'Malley with that one. The next fight on the card, we've got a welterweight bout. Between, oh, no. Tyron Woodley versus Vincente Luque. I really want to pick Woodley here. I saw his name, and I, I choked up a bit. He's been dominant for so long, and he gave my podcast a shout. I was able to talk to him. He's a really nice guy, and I appreciate that, man. But that being said... I would not put my money on him in this fight. I'm sorry to say it. Love the guy. Since losing the belt to Usman, he has been dominated in every single fight since. I think he's won one round out of all of them. And Luke isn't amazing, but he's the kind of fighter that Woodley does not fare well against. I mean, you saw what Covington did to him. Luke is going to be all about doing constant pressure. He's going to be moving forward. He's going to try to take his opponent out, which he always does. And the only thing I'll say is Luke leaves himself open a lot. He could get caught, but Woodley has not shown me anything lately that he is capable of taking advantage of that. So I'm going to go with the young blood here. Woodley's 38. He's just old. He's, he's, he's over the hill. And probably I'll say that Luke wins by decision. I would say that he would finish him. But I think the only reason Woodley's taking this fight is he's going to show massive heart. He's probably going to be, it's going to be tough to watch. And uh, I'm going to be rooting for Woodley, but my money is going to be on Luke. So there's that. This brings me to the main event. Oh my goodness. The main event of Stipe Miocic versus Francis Ngannou. Everyone give it a hand. This fight is dope. But it is pretty obvious to me. So the fight is obvious as to what each guy wants to do. Miocic wants to drag the fight out. He wants to tire Ngannou and he wants to piece him up. Francis wants to throw bombs and he wants to win early. That's what he does. He's a monster. I'm not entirely sure who's going to get their way, but I'm very excited to find out. So they have fought once before. And in that first fight... Both guys landed a little bit early. I wouldn't say Ngannou hit anything clean. I think he got a couple of okay shots. And once Miocic felt his power, he got him to the ground. And from there on out, Ngannou really didn't have much. I mean, Miocic kind of just dominated him when he was on top. So Miocic is dangerous, no doubt. But here's the thing that people need to realize. A lot has happened since then, okay? Miocic had a trilogy of fights with Daniel Cormier and in one of the fights he got slept and he had to go to war two times to attain victory and he's taken a lot of damage in those fights those were grueling rough multiple round fights and I'm thinking in my head I look at Francis Ngana and all he's been doing is knocking out guys early and he has been waiting patiently 
to take Stipe's head off and to get that title. In my head, I'm like, this is a big factor, and I don't hear anybody talking about it. But, man, Miocic, yes, I'll give you this. He is a better all-around fighter, absolutely. But he's taken so much damage that I'm not sure if he can handle the power that Ngannou is going to bring to this fight. It's tough. It's tough. I think that this fight ends early, and I think it ends violently. Stipe has great movement, and I wouldn't blame anybody for putting it on him, okay? This is a pick em fight 50-50. But I'm taking Francis Ngannou. I say he lands a big shot. I think he takes this one. I can't wait to watch these fights. I mean, th- these are going to be very good. This one in particular is fantastic. Ngannou's been waiting for this moment, and I just think that this is his time. I also say that because I cannot stand John freaking Jones. As I've said many times, if you listen to this podcast, you know how I feel about John Jones. I'm still yelling about Derek Lewis having to fight John Jones so that John Jones doesn't just get an easy title shot because Francis Ngannou had to wait a year and a half. A year and a half. Had to wait and watch a trilogy of fights and he couldn't get the title shot that he deserved. It's unbelievable. And in that span of time, I have been getting more and more angry about it. It's been pissing me off. I can't stand that John Jones is going to sit on his ass, go off of what he did before, and then he's going to have the opportunity to beat Ngannou. I mean, and that's if Ngannou wins, because Miocic could win win too. I'm rooting for Ngannou because I think he has too much power for Jones to handle. I think if Jones gets the opportunity to fight Miocic, he's going to catch him, and he's going to beat him. And I don't, I can't have John Jones having multiple titles and multiple divisions. I can't have it. I just can't. I don't want it. I don't like him. He sucks. So I'm hoping Ngannou wins. I'm hoping after that he fights John Jones. And my God, if, if, if Ngannou fights John Jones, there's another $200 MMA giveaway right there, boy. I'll tell you that. No question about that. I'd be going nuts for that one. So... Those were my MMA thoughts. You can go over them. You can look at them. You can see if you like them and you want to go with them. But I also want to bring up very quickly, I did not know how bad the Celtics were this year. I I, I don't, shame on me. I used to be much more of a fan than I am now. It's just kind of hard, you know, to to go over every sport. But man, I'm watching the game against the Magic and, and they're killing them. But, man, we're almost even. It's, it's, it's aggressive. It's very bad. You look at where they've been in the years prior and you look at where they're at now, it's really sad how bad that's gotten. But I do want to bring up very quickly, there's a lot of dudes that are going to be available next year that have max contracts, and we're going to have a good chunk of change to get some of those guys, especially if we can get out of the Kemba Walker contract. So... I might start paying attention next year. Maybe you get Beal. Maybe you get someone legit, and we can start figuring out an actual another big three, and we can start, you know, fighting them. So there's that. Um, What else? The Bruins are going to be back on Thursday, so they're going to be playing the Islanders. Hopefully they can figure it out. The Islanders have owned our ass all year, but hopefully we're feeling good after the COVID scare. Krejci apparently was involved in that. 
Uh, Craig Smith was involved in that. DeBrusque was involved in that. Scary stuff. Coil. So hopefully they're all good. Hopefully we can go and we can start winning some games, get a streak, get Batch really upset about it so that I can start giving out, dishing out insults and everything on the Instagram. I hope that happens. Is there anything else? Yeah, maybe not. Most podcasts that I do will last about 30 minutes or 40 minutes, but this is going to be one of those don't bore us, get to the chorus ones. (laughs) It's just me. I wanted to throw this out there. I wanted to let you guys know what was going on with the MMA giveaway that's not happening. I wanted to let you guys know what I think is going to happen with the fights. Talk Bruins a bit. Talk Celtics a little bit. And we're going to end it there, I think. If you want to, go check out Batch's stuff. At Empty Space Podcast. Him and Steve are crushing it. They're doing their thing. And me and Matt, at some point, when we start putting out music are going to be going onto that podcast and we're going to, it's going to be craziness. All four of us, you know how me and Matt do, you know how batch does. You're going to meet the other guy and we're going to go nuts on their podcast. That'll be fun to go on someone else's for a change. And if you want to, I'll shamelessly plug myself really quick. Go to at three years gone music on Instagram. Me and Matt are building a brand. We're starting it up. It's a company. It's going to be very good. If you like music, you're going to love it. It's got my personality. I'm the front man. It's fantastic. So check it out. And I'm going to end it there. So as I always say when I end this, go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. Go to at BigMouthSmallWordsPodcast on Instagram. I appreciate the support. And I love you all. Stay safe. embarrassing.